Welcome to Champagne Sunday. I'm Lauren. I'm Bonnie. I'm Beth. And we're going to talk about life after divorce. And living the best the life. The best life and the life you love. Yes, living the life you love on that other side. Cheers. 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 Welcome. Okay, ladies, so this week, why don't we talk about not being a hero? Okay. What, what does that mean to you? <laughs> yes, what does that mean to you? I'm biting my lip because, you know, I like to do everything. <laughs> and I like to do everything well, and I push myself to be, you know, I'm, I'm a recovering type A, but um. So it's okay to to not be a hero. I know, but what I have found is, you know, if I keep on this track of thinking that I have to do everything and I have to do it well and I have to keep all the balls in the air and I have to, it is a internal stressor that I'm putting on myself that doesn't have to be there. And I have to say, I am, am trying to embrace not doing everything and sometimes not even doing it well like i give my permission myself permission sometimes to be like okay just gonna be average joe today and you know just do my work what's required not going over the top i'm just doing what's required so that i have a little more energy to do the things i really want to do i think that's hard for overachievers which i would say all of us are probably some level of that in whether in our professional lives or personal lives or whatever it's hard to say okay I'm gonna not phone it in but I'm just gonna like do what I can today instead of I should be doing what I should be doing you know is that right yeah or you having permission to allow yourself to stitch and watch tv and not feel guilt about it yeah in my allowing myself to paint not clean out a closet that's true. You know, and that yeah. sort of thing. It just, that, you know, I, I, yeah, so I can. Well, guess what? Nothing happened. And I did, after I didn't vacuum my floors this week. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really bad happened. I can't believe it, but it's The true. dust police did not come. <laughs> they didn't come say anything. <laughs> well, you know, and this is funny because I think it, you get into such a routine in how you think about yourself, maybe in your former life, and then when you the dust settles and you're in your new life, you have to rethink all those little things. Yeah. Like, all of them. I don't have to be the super mom and the super employee and the super church person and the super community volunteer person. And guess what? This is the only life I have, and I'm going to start just... I had mm-hmm. to start saying no to a lot of things, mm-hmm. and then I had to guard my time. And well, and what's funny is that you're saying that you're not that super person because you backed off, and yet your level of commitment to all of those things, those things, is still elevated, you know, above the norm. Do you think mm-hmm. so? I, I really do. So. No, I do. There and I my, think it's fabulous. There are days when I have to go, like, and I, I am super cognizant for being the best. For, be, about being the best for my kid right now. I right. really am. I, like, 
figuring out what when I have him, how we're going to spend our time, and, you know, da-da-da. But there are days that I'm wiped or that, like, it's, you know, it's been busy at work, and I just have to go, okay, today we're probably just going to, like, watch TV, play on the iPad, and just be a little bit. And that's that's okay, too. Or not spend money. Not spend money is another thing. That's like, a big one. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I have a friend who's kind of going through just some personal things, just some, per- just some personal recovery. She just, we had a big, remember the episode we talked about reset? So I had one of my best friends who called me that actually the next day just to talk about like how she's feeling and just like didn't know what to do next. Like not, not sure, not sure how to fix things. I said, okay, we just need a reset. That's what we need. Um, it's okay. And I said, you're going to be fine. But I said to her, which is what we opened the episode with, don't be a hero. You don't need to be a hero at work right now or in your life. Like, what you need to do is make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Protect yourself. Yeah, protecting yourself and and doing the things you need to do to get better from this spot because you're not in a good spot. And if you can recognize that, like, it's a, I said, and I said to her, your best, your very best is or no I'm sorry your worst is some people's absolute best like you're that good at what you do so you have to you can't expect it's I think it's always important to give your best effort but if you're going through a moment or going going through a time when you can't when you're not there does that make sense mm-hmm. when you're not fully there when your best effort can't be accessed because you don't have a best effort to give because yeah, you're just barely there. Because you're devastated. Yeah. Because you're emotional. You're going, because you're, you're having yeah. to having to yeah. It's gonna you're gonna have to phone it in a little bit and get through it so that you can get to the other side of it personally and then the rest of it comes. So, um, I I don't know. I think that's I think that's an important thing that I it took me a long time to figure that out and I. You know, when I was, the year I was going through my divorce, my department chair, and I may have said this on a previous thing, but my department chair looked at me and she said, okay, you're going to drop some balls. You're going to drop some balls. Just make sure none of them are balls that are going to break. And I, I think that that's, that's an important that's a, thing I to like remember. I like that metaphor. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah, that like the most important things are what you're focusing the energy that you have to give on. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it, sometimes you have to, figure out how to cope when you're in some kind of recovery mode. Well, I think that, so that sort of lends itself to, you have to be able to identify, so I did all the seven habits training, I'm from a seven habits, Stephen Covey. So you have to be able to identify your big rocks. What are the mm-hmm. most important things to you? Right. And then you, if you know what those are, then all of the other stuff can just go away. So long as you're focusing your attention on what it is you know has to be done. Mm-hmm. Your have to be done. Everything else you want to do's, could do's, should do's can just go away mm-hmm. until you get through that. And I think that I was trying to say earlier with you, Beth, is that your absolute worst is still more than a lot of people's best. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, so I, I just, anyway. I think my best growth period, and it sounds weird. Because at the time I was going through it, I didn't think it was a growth period. I thought it was um, stagnation and wallowing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because I think, you know, I've said when I first got divorced, I was so 
emotionally crippled. And then on top of that, I was financially crippled. And I don't, I think looking from the outside, people didn't realize that because I had been married to a doctor. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know the details. And, and they didn't know didn't the details. You they didn't wear it on your well, shoulder. If I had broken character, I would have been a puddle on the floor. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I was just holding it together, literally doing one day, one hour. Some days I did one hour at a time. That's how bad it was. And now I look back on it and I thought, you know, I put my kids first. And then I put my financial obligations because they were, you know, basically slapping me around. But that's also part of your kids first. Yeah, well, yeah, they had to have a roof over their head. Right. Uh, and food. But other than that, I learned that it's okay to just breathe sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's all you can do. You can just make it through um, one day at a time. And I do remember, and I'm writing this and my, I'm part of my stuff. My constant prayer was, just keep me in the palm of your hand. I don't need anything exciting. I don't even need a miracle. I just need to be in the palm of your hand. Just to get through this day. Just to get through. And y'all, I think that's... I had the biggest growth period as a person during that time. Um, I look back on it. It's bittersweet. But I actually learned to give grace to myself I've always been good at giving grace to others get a second chance get a third chance with me oh but I am terrible <laughs> at getting grace to myself yeah I, y'all I was the person if you had a baby yeah I would show up on your door with a pack of like two packages of diapers one is newborn one's <coughs> the next size because that's <laughs> when you can't go to the grocery store when they change sizes and diapers yeah. and they're a little squirmier I would show up with that a present a home-cooked meal from scratch Y'all, now I'm like, I'll give them a pack of diapers and I'm going to go <laughs> okay. by and pick up They'll some figure it frozen out. <laughs> casserole and that's gift good. Gift card, gift you card. Know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, sometimes you have to say, well, I can't do all this. Yeah. I have great intentions, and but I can't follow through because some of those days are so, they weigh on you so much that really... All you need to do is make sure you're fed, your kids are fed. And that you go to work. And that you go to work. <laughs> and then afterward, yeah. a bubble bath. Yeah. Something for yourself. Yeah. Some little five-minute to ten-minute snatch just for yourself. And it kind of like unscrambles my brain and, you know, sets my little world, my little box right again. Because every once in a while, you go through a moment where you just need to maintain Okay. If you can just maintain, yeah, you don't, there's no need to like, you can't fix the world every day. You know what I mean? Right. Like sometimes you have to, and I, I mean fix the world in terms of like your, what your place in the world. Right. Your place in the world. So my place in the world is that I go to work, I'm an educator every day. And like, you know, I, I'm the choir master at church on the weekend. Like I'm a mom every day. So Every day is not going to be your best day at those things. Like, every day can't be... You're not going to win at it every day. Right. And Sometimes you can maintain at it. You can just be it and live in it. And, yeah, because 
we have those life moments that I think where, where there are highs and lows, like whether it's um, something like we went through, like divorce or a death in the family yeah, or, yeah. or um, something your kid is going through. Like there's just a lot of outside stuff that influences everything we do mm-hmm. on the daily. And I, sometimes I think, I don't, I don't know if it's America or the workforce in general that we're not cognizant of that enough. You know what I mean? I'm lucky that I work somewhere that that um, feels bending, flexible in that way. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know that that's typical. Well, I think that it also, if you have that frame of mind and can be in touch with everything you're going through, well, it'll save you from some types of burnout. You know, so I think everything is kind of cyclical. So if you can't mm-hmm. give a million percent to every area of your life, you know that right now if it has to be focused on work and can't be focused on home, that next month it may be the opposite. Right. That you can focus on home more than, but if you try and give it all and burn yourself out to the point that you can't function, neither one's going to get anything yeah. from you. I, I said, we, we were talking about this pre-show. <laughs> I'm going to call that our pre-show conversation. Where my mom texted me to ask me to do something that um, family-wise yesterday, and it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a party or anything. It was it was just an event that they were going to, and that she asked me to go. And I told you guys this before, but she texted me, and I just said, "No, I don't want to. I don't want to." And I had never said something like that before to my mom, or like in or a, in regard to a family in regard to a family event. It made me feel bad, but I but I said, and I qualified it. I said. I don't want to. I'm at home today with Leah, with my child. I'm at home today with my child. I'm not going to have him very much in this next month uh, just because of the way the schedule fell. So I want to spend time with him, and then I'm about to get into really busy church season. So, no, I don't want to. I want to be at home today. And there was no reaction. Like, nobody died or... <laughs> and nobody got angry with uh, but you? No, nothing, nothing bad or, happened. Yeah. Like, everything was okay. It was A-okay. like, okay, cool. Just wanted to give so, you the opportunity and move on. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't want to is an okay frame of mind, too. Because mm-hmm. we don't always have to do things that we don't want to do. There may be things that we need to do sometimes. But, you know, need and want are very different things. They are. They are. Yeah. One's about survival and one is not. I teach this in my acting class. True. But I think also if you don't ever dip into the wants, it's hard to stay in survival mode all the time. Mm -hmm. You have to have something that feeds your soul so you can continue to live in survival mode. If you're in that place, like, you know, when we were, we've all been there where we were stuck. You had to have something, whether you were stitching or you were being able to listen to musicals and play your piano in the house or I was painting. You had to have something that sort of fed your oh, soul for a moment. It didn't I'm, have to cost anything so that you could move on. Maybe I'm through. Yeah. I'm in between shows right now. Is this... This is not quite related to what we're talking about, but... I was... I'm in between shows right now, and my um, friend was talking to me. I, I watched the last episode of Mrs. Maisel, which, listeners, if you have not watched <laughs> Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, it is excellent. Such a good show. I cried many tears at the final episode. But I thought, I don't want to be a stand-up comedian, but I could be writing. Like, writing sounds good, or writing something funny sounds good. And I was talking to my friend, and he said, yeah, I don't, like, I feel like I want to be doing something. I want to be creating something. And I think that that's, like, mm-hmm. it comes from, uh, like, I think I remember talking to you during COVID. I started painting, and I'm not, a, yes. I'm not an artist. Yes. 
as and I was like, well, I guess I'll do this because I can't go to rehearsal for anything. Yes, but you needed something to. And I played the piano create. a lot. Yes. Um, but anyway, that. Yeah, well, feeding your soul, especially with us all three being creatives, mm-hmm. you know, even just something you can't stay in that place. And sometimes you have to sacrifice things to feed your soul a little bit. You have to quit being a hero so you can feed your soul so that you can continue on those times where you But really that's how you get to. out of the stuck spot. Like, we all have stuck spots, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And you have to, when you're stuck, you have to figure out how to change it up. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Look at us morphing into a different topic. Well, but that, it goes back to, like, you can't, if you're not in a spot where you can, you can't go, again, you can't change the world at work until you can change your world if your world is messed up. That's true. That, or, or not even change the world at work in, in, to, in the various aspects of your life. True. Whether it be, honestly, whether it be your work, your kids, like, anything you're doing. If you're if you're not in the right spot, right, so. you got to figure out how to do that. Yeah. Well, I think we, I think, I think you're right. We get stuck in that place where we feel like we have to give a million percent at everything. But I, I think that and we're trained to do that. I mean, I feel like I was trained to. I think we talked about that at one point about women being expected, right, expected. to do all of the things. And then there's that recent. I saw that recently somewhere that said that the forty hour work week was created. For the nuclear family where the man went to work and the woman stayed home. Yeah, there was always it was someone ne- at home yes. doing the homework. Yeah. Doing the work of the home. And then somebody else was getting the paycheck or what and benefits. And, you know, if you think about it, if you've ever stayed at home, I was a stay-at-home mom for years. There is something to do. Oh. Quite a few things yeah. to do every day. So it was every never, week, every it was month. never meant to, and to it's a be two full-time people well, and still get stuff so done at home. Can I say, so when I was married um, and and the place where I worked before I work now, um, it was pretty, I mean, my schedule is always wacky because I teach theater, so it happens at night or like in the afternoons, usually. But we didn't have, um, it wasn't like a flexible schedule necessarily. So the house is a wreck all the time. Like it was a wreck all the time. Well, I have a different job now and also I'm single and I know that it's my Your responsibility. House. Like it's my yeah. responsibility. Mm-hmm. But also I have flexible hours because I teach online a little bit. So I get some virtual hours. So what happens with my work schedule is I wake up and while I'm answering email or whatever, uh, you know, checking blackboard. I'm also setting the dishwasher and getting making the bed done. and getting yeah. laundry. And that happens in the morning before I even go mm-hmm. to my physical job because that tends to happen later in the day. And that that has been a big change. And that, that may not always be my schedule because it kind of looks different, but it it has been helpful because I've gotten a little bit of both of that. Mm-hmm. And my house is not perfect. It's never perfect, but... It's far more manageable now than right. it was before. So, well, Nas, I think I think thinking about so Beth, I think you in particular, having been such a fabulous stay-at-home mom, and you did so many volunteer things and all of these things, having to take that mindset of who you are and meld it with the forty-hour-a-week person and try and get all of those things done, both what you wanted, what you knew you could do when you didn't have a job, and all of the things you're doing when you're having a job, trying to do all of that. 
it's just hard. And I even having the kids at home or when my kids are home or even not doing everything I do at work and then coming home and trying to do as much of the art and stuff that I want to do. It's just not enough time in a day Yeah, something to be to able to accomplish everything I feel like I should be able to accomplish mm-hmm. because unfortunately I need some rest time in the mm-hmm. middle of that. I need to just exist so that I have the energy for the next day. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, hard. it's hard to... Well, you have to figure out what you're going to give up. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Well, you it, have to what give up stuff. Have, in That's my a, case, it's what in my house do I have to give up because in my job, I have patients that yeah. count on me for all well, this stuff. I can't really just Jobs not are... It. Not to say, right. but like jobs, when you're talking about survival... Like, let's look at that from that aspect. Again, this goes back to not, you don't have to solve the world's problems every single day. When you're surviving, the most important things you can think about are roof over your head, food, right? Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it. You need those two things. Anything else? No. Well, I mean, the bills that keep the electricity on and all of, and transportation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and how you to know, go, how, how to, to be go able to, to get to the work. Yeah. So automatically, the things that are going to aid in your survival are going to be the things that you need to pay attention to the most. Yeah. And so, some of those other things that aren't directly related to that are going to end up falling by the wayside a little bit when mm-hmm. you're in that mode. Yeah, that's true. But to some extent, when are we not in that mode? You know. Yeah, well, I, mean, I think yeah, because I think uh, our jobs that's top priority because it's paying the bills. Yeah. It's keeping the food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That has to, we have to get up and we have to go to work every single day, no matter what. It's that time after that job that we're trying to protect. Mm-hmm. That right. means that we're letting go oh, of some like of those things that we feel like Bonnie. we might. It's, remember the should do's? Yeah. That we had that episode. Yeah. We're having to let go of the things we think we should do for the things that we need to do for ourselves. But right. I, so part of the reason, because I, I have not found that financial balance yet. I mean, I'll be very I will honest about it. I don't know if I'll find it. So survival is like my biggest thing. And I have two jobs. I have one full-time and a part-time job. And the only thing that has kept me from going and finding a third thing to do is the fact that I want to be cognizant of the time with my son. Mm-hmm. I want to be cognizant of the time with my partner. And then I want to be able to see friends and have alone time. Like, right. that that's important. And you can get to the point, like... If it gets to the point that I can't make it, yeah, I'll go work myself to death if I need to. Right. But those those things are important to nourish or you go crazy. Yeah. You go crazy. So. Yeah. I mean. You put yourself into depression. Yeah. Well, well then what's the point? I mean, like, then you're literally just surviving. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, you'd have to get to the place. Yeah. Like, I, I would like to make sure that I continue to have a job that allows me to go see my daughter. Yeah. To yeah. go see my son who's what? living in Florida. To you know what I mean? To have those and to have those things to go out to dinner with friends. Right. Yeah. Because you can't survive without living. Right. Like and that's that, part of the that's living. The point. Yeah. You have to live. Or that's yeah, the point of the point of doing all these things to survive is to be able to right. to do live. yeah, to to the living part. And it doesn't mean being fancy. That's not that's not yeah. what I mean. Like it's literally like quality time. For instance, I may have a friend over to just sit on my porch and talk. I do that all the time. My porch is sort of like the other living room of my house. Or um, my my 
boyfriend and I very rarely go out. We we don't. We'll when we have when we have us time, we tend to have cocktails and sit on the couch and watch a show or just like have conversations. Like that's that's our stru- <laughs> when we have a moment like that because it's mm-hmm. it's just organic and less stressful and you know so you don't have to plan this big event for it just I think my sister posted something about I can't remember if it was I don't remember if it was like a meme or something that she just said that was don't you don't have to have the fancy party to invite people over just have people over I mean like yeah just just say hey it's Friday (laughs) or Tuesday night like just come over like it's the time with your people it's not going to be anything else no clean like, that's another you I don't gotta be a hero you don't gotta be a house hero no, yeah like I cleaned it, out my closet but I moved everything out of these chairs so y'all had a place to sit and today and the truth is not a one of my friends have ever walked into my house and gone whoa we gotta do something about this or we can't hang out tonight ever that's true that's true so well, it's about know. relationships I mm-hmm. think in the end it's all about relationships I'm not gonna remember that I never well, I may remember I never cleaned the house, but I'm not going to remember the times I cleaned the house either. I mean, you know I mean, I'm really going to remember the times I spent with y'all recording. I'll remember the times with my kids. I'll remember the times, you know, I'll remember the times with my people mm-hmm. and the experiences, mm-hmm. collecting experiences more than I'm going to remember completing a to-do list. That's true. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I try to remind myself too that, you know, even if I busted at work, and really, you know, give more than a hundred percent. They're going to eventually replace me. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, know, we're all replaceable. Listen, that's, everybody's yeah, replaceable. That's a really and, important. Everybody's replaceable in every aspect. Yes. Not you even may leave your mark. Yeah. yeah. But they're just going to get someone yeah. new with a yeah. new mark. Yeah. So I try to not. I mean, I do my best at work. I do. But I, but more importantly, I try to do the best for my kids, yeah. because in the long run, that's they're the most important people. I try to do things with my friends. I try to keep up with my friends. I have a couple friends I don't get to see because they're very long distance, but I try to keep up with them. And you know, I think giving it your best is a good thing, but if you if you don't take care of yourself, there's not going to be anything to give. Mm-hmm. And I am a, honey, I'm on the short bus on that one. Like, it has taken me years and years and years, and I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. Trying to do things that will make me feel rested and make me feel creative and like me. Um, and to take care so of myself. I, can I say, I think that related to that... Is keeping drama out of your life? Oh, oh that's yeah. a big one. That may be a whole other mm-hmm. segment that we haven't even talked about, but like not participating in drama around me is mm-hmm. everything. Oh yes. my gosh. Yes. That's a good one. Have y'all found that yeah. on the other side of divorce, you have kind of eliminated some of the people in your life that may have been very drama driven? Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Or recognized. When it's happening and just sort of separated myself from the situation. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think my radar for drama is a lot higher now. And I can turn around I think, just about face you know, and walk away. And the truth is, we can love people and we 
don't have to love everything they do or are a part of. So And you don't have to be a part of it. No. And if you just choose to not be a part of it, it just makes you mm-hmm. I'm like I am much happier as as a result of that. And it's not I don't think that I ever necessarily like went around causing drama or but I let it affect me mm-hmm. much less. Like Yeah. So I think that's well, important. Peace peace and guarding our peace has yeah. become and guarding the peace for our children. Yeah. Have become I think have become top priorities for all three of us. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. You know, just when you've lost it, you understand how valuable it is. Mm-hmm. Or if you didn't have it to begin with, that's you're yes. like, wait a second, yeah, what is this? Wow, this is yes, and it's uncomfortable. Sometimes at I first. feel like I haven't felt like this since I was a kid. You know, that that like ha- just content that content. Uh, Childhood feeling. Yeah. I feel that a lot now. And I, you know. Oh, I, I understand. <laughs> well, that's, and I have gotten to that place where I am very comfortable and happy with spending time with me. And I don't feel like I have felt like this maybe since college or high school even. Like, it's been a long time since I've been really happy with who I am and just having alone time with me. Yeah. Without feeling like I had to fill it with other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I love being with my friends and spending time with my friends, but I don't, I don't feel like I have to mm-hmm. go out of my way to be someone I'm not anymore. Yeah. Well, I was telling y'all pre-show, I'm booked for the weekend, so I'm like really cognizant of the fact that the next four days, like, I, I don't, I, it's me. It's just me, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's good. I'm not going to be a hero <laughs> for anybody but me in for those days because well, I'm already I'm already yeah. got this stuff scheduled. So I know that I know about myself, and I'm such an extrovert. Y'all know that about me. I'm such an extrovert, but I need a bit of me time just to like do the things, like mm-hmm. accomplish the house stuff or think, yeah, just think, think and imagine. I think in my twenties and thirties, I didn't know this. I really thought that I had an unlimited amount of energy to spend. That's true. And that I would all, you know what I mean? Like I really it felt like I, every day was 48 hours long and I could get a million things done and I could get it done tomorrow. All of, like I, it really, and I don't know what it is about the trauma of divorce and being as much older as I am, but truly it was, it just kind of changed my whole perspective. Mm-hmm. on the very limited amount of time I do have and how precious it is and that peace mm-hmm. and every, the way I choose to spend it and who I choose to spend it on matters. So. Maybe it's because so much of our time was being sucked up by terrible experiences. In my energy. Yeah. A lot of energy. That, that well, now, so, and that survival mode just yeah. sucks you dry. It does. And it, it, yeah. It, and, and, and on the defensive. I think all three of us yeah. have spent had to spend years on the defensive not feeling safe in our homes. Yes. yes. And so... Not physically. Not, mm-hmm. we, I don't think any of us didn't feel physically no, safe. But yeah. emotion, we did not feel emotionally safe. safe and right. that is so draining. And now that I don't have that anymore, and not to sound like a Pollyanna... But I don't, I almost don't allow, if an experience seems like it's going to be negative, I'm like, nah. I just kind of I do that too. I really. 
Oh, I can't. I really even, only allow positive I, I experiences. <laughs> my daughter makes fun of me because I, I <laughs> she'll say, "Hey, do you want to watch this movie?" And I'm like, "Will it make me cry?" Because <laughs> if it will make me cry, I'm not interested. Like I'm just that yeah. far on that. I am. I am so not about to like watch something to a lot. You know willingly cry over some people I have no idea they are. I've, I've got enough of that in my real life. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to watch things that are going to make me cry. If it's a great story or yeah, good no. acting or whatever, I'm going to No, Terms of Endearment totally schooled oh, me on that. Yeah, I'm no, good. That's... It can be a good story and I do not have to participate if it's going to make me cry. Just saying. I am no longer in on the dramatic good stories that will make me cry. Well, I Maybe think, I'll change. But I think today. having gone through our experiences, we've learned a lot about ourselves and about our tolerance and our limitations. And, you know, I hate to say this, but I think the divorce is really good for me um, in redefining how I think about myself and how I want to spend my time. And yes, at some point I do want to put my superhero cape back on, but not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. It was a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, good, it's really good. It's like really embroidered good. and whatnot. Why don't you just start stitching your new one? There you go. It'll yeah. take you a couple what was her name? while to do that. What was her name that made the capes, the suits on The Incredible? No, she said oh. no. No. No uh, capes. No capes. She said no, no capes. capes. Yeah. No capes. Edna. Edna. Yes, Edna. She said no capes. They get sucked up in engines and all sorts of things. <laughs> no there capes. should be no there capes. No capes. Edna. <laughs> See? That's you so know funny. what? You're going to have to wear a superhero tiara or other oh, types baby, of bling. If I, if, I lose, <laughs> if I lose 30 pounds, I'll be wearing a cat suit. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's a super villain, technically. Not a superhero. <laughs> Not there's from the a, villain's point of view. A fine line. <laughs> That's there's true. a fine line right there. There's a fine line. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't disagree, Beth. <laughs> Y'all are funny. <laughs> well, that's true. I love all that. So, Lauren, you have your weekend plan to bring, yes. to live the life you love. Yes, I have several events this weekend, so... Actually, she may be living the life she loves before the weekend. <gasps> exactly. Yeah, I, while I'm you're gonna, taking the time to yourself. I don't really have any. I'm gonna sit pretty still this week before the weekend because I have some things, and then it's then it's Thanksgiving week, and uh, there's nothing like pressing at work generally. So like, I'll have some time to organize. And lately, in my like downtime, I've just been organizing a lot. That's good. And it has made me feel very productive and. Yeah, just I'm trying to get down to like absolutely baseline. What do I need? Because mm-hmm. I don't yeah. really want. There's just a lot of that I have that I don't. Want I'm working to. on that too. Yeah. I'm working on that too. Although mine is much slower than y'all's, but I am working on it. So let's get that. Okay, we'll go next. Guess what? My daughter mm-hmm. is flying home on Saturday. Yay. I get to go pick her up at the airport. I am so excited. I have not seen her in a hot minute. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I have not seen her. Yeah, I guess a, a month. A I month. Didn't see her once last week, last month, but it just it feels mm-hmm. like forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I cannot wait to go. I cannot wait to see her. So I'm excited about that. And because it's Thanksgiving, my oldest son will be home too. 
Wow, wow. Yeah. Oh, everybody cares here. All the babies so in one room. Yes, love it's it fun. when I get to have all my little well, chicks in one Are room. you having Thanksgiving here? Or are you I think I am. Okay. I'm not sure. So my um, my oldest is engaged and his fiance's family lives here too. So if we have Thanksgiving here at my house, it means that he can probably make both. That's good. And so I'd really rather do that so that the, I, we can see everybody and nobody's mm-hmm. rushed to get anywhere. So That's nice. That's probably what's going to happen. Well, this weekend, at some point, my son is coming home. Yay! So I will have both my babies. Yay! Under the, my same roof. And it's my favorite meal to cook for Thanksgiving. So. It's not, is it also I am, your favorite football game? Not this weekend. Okay. But, yeah, eventually. Okay. After can, Thanksgiving. Can we do a fun little thing? What's your signature Thanksgiving dish that you were, like, at? That your chef's kiss oh. at? Oh, that nobody makes it better than you. I'll tell you what mine is. You, you go ahead. Go ahead. What's yours? You I make the best pecan pie. Yes. The best pecan pie. It is so good. It's family recipe. So I guess also my aunt and my grandmother make the best pecan pie. But you have you not perfected it? <laughs> I mean, mine is very good. I know exactly what to do. It's like it's delicious. Nice. I'll make an extra. We can sample it. Okay. We'll have to. What's so, yours? I'm sorry. She does the whole cheers. thing. <laughs> I, I, do a, I do the whole thing, and my bird is great. It's fabulous. I do my grandmother Burns um, cornbread dressing recipe, and it is to die for. Um, I do homemade cranberry relish. You do? Yeah, with a little pecan. I'm telling you, she is a chef. And some an orange. It's oh, really good. Little bit of um, alcohol in it. It's really nice. And then um, I just like, I just do all kinds of stuff. Last year at the lake, we did this great um, salad with cubed and roasted vegetables. And then it had all kinds of crazy stuff in the dressing. And I might do that again. I'm not sure. It was easy and light and that kind of thing. So I do my... um, some years I do my grandfather's favorite coconut cake, and some years I do my grandmother's chest pie. Mm-hmm. I just experiment, but my kids love it. So, well, mine, so I'm always assigned the sweet potato casserole because it was my father-in-law's mother's recipe, and apparently he loved the way I did it, and he loved the way I did it because I like quadrupled the sugar in it. Ah, there you go. No. But what I think is, so I do my grandmother's pound cake, Mm-hmm. With a praline icing. Oh. That's and then I make good. pralines on the side. So my daughter always has Friendsgiving over here, which I love. But they re- they request, okay, as long as Miss Bonnie's doing the pralines, you know, yeah. and that that's sort of nice. thing. So, I mean, it just, it, I don't have any sort of fabulous dish, but I do love making my grandmother's pound cake and all of the fun molds. Mm-hmm. I can have one that's like a gingerbread mold. Like, oh, it looks yeah. like a gingerbread house. You put the um, the powdered sugar on it, so it looks like it snowed. (laughs) (laughs) But um, but yeah, so I don't have anything major. I'm really more um, of a baker. Like I I can make me too fabulous cake. No, I have fabulous icing. I'm really good at at those things that are more algebraic. Yes, I I am really not good at physics. No, I cannot. I cannot. I'm not good at meat and steaks and things like that. But if it's algebra, I got it. Except I cannot do a pretzel salad. Okay. I, the pretzels will be soggy every single time. I also can't do divinity for some reason. I don't know if I'm just impatient or what, but it's just goo. 
Like, I can't seem to get past mm. the goose stage. But I can make a fabulous cake and a fabulous icing and that sort of thing. Or a cookie. I can do all of that. That's fun. But since you can't have all sweets at Thanksgiving, mm. whatever. Why not? Yeah, I know, right? Because I'm not in charge. It's not my thing. <laughs> so. Oh, but I do, at Christmas time, I do have all the kids decide, they choose one dish that they want me to make for them for one meal. It's one of my divorce things. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's always something crazy. Like, one will say, I want um, fried okra, and I want spaghetti, and the other one wants, you know, like, nothing goes together, but it's whatever. But anyway, that's another day, another topic. All right. Okay. Ladies, we don't have to be heroes every day. No. But we're going to be our, be our own heroes. And Thanksgiving That's heroes. Yeah. With our signature dishes. All right. There you go. Love y'all. And Love thankful for y'all. Thankful Very for y'all thankful too. for y'all. Thank y'all for joining us for Champagne Sunday. See you next week, See girl. you next week. Yeah. Cheers. Have a good week. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers.